don't underestimate your transferable skills. This is a really, really big thing that I want to focus on. Welcome to another episode of the Supply Chain Ambassador Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, helping you navigate the world of supply chain in a fun and engaging way. It's the pandemic. Many are out of work and languishing. That's the new term I heard was used to describe how we're feeling in this crisis. I have been fortunate enough to be able to work in a job sector that continues to thrive despite everything. Yes, there are great careers out there that need more people like you. There has never been a bigger demand for people in these well-paid careers. On today's podcast, Fad Gulzar is going to help me understand the job market gap in supply chain and how he is helping to address that gap. So, welcome, Fad. Fad Gulzar has 15 plus years experience working and managing multiple cross-functional departments to deliver initiatives as one seamless team. Fahad joined Amazon in 2018 and is currently the Amazon Web Services Program Lead for Canada. In his role, Fahad builds and leads Amazon Web Services work development programs for the Canadian public sector. Fahad is a project management professional and an agile certified practitioner. Fahad holds a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from the University of Waterloo and a master's degree in business administration from Wilfrid Laurier University. Thank you very much, Bruno. Pleasure to see you again. It's a pleasure. Yeah, last time we spoke, we did the Apex Amazon uh, discussion. So that was a great video. Tell us about your background and how you got started. Uh, absolutely. Um, happy to share. Uh, I graduated from an engineering program at the University of Waterloo many, many years ago. And uh, even at the time when I was pursuing that program, I had an inclination towards business. I really felt that there was more than just understanding the technical aspects of things. So after completing my uh, engineering degree, I worked in industry for a few years. Yeah. And then I pursued an MBA at the Wilfrid, at Wilfrid Laurier University. Uh, and that's really when my career took off. And I had uh, a number of different roles over the past 10 plus years. Many of them focused on you know, strategy building, some aspects of sales, some aspect of technic some technical aspects, some business related aspects. And now I work for Amazon Web Services. And at Amazon Web Services, I focus on our workforce development programs. So I lead a number of different programs across Canada. And I also help localize programs that exist in other uh, regions within Amazon Web Services. So I help localize them so that they they are built and ready to go uh, in Canada. Yeah. What is the hiring gap? Can you paint us a picture of what that looks like? You know, this is something that I deal with uh, day in and day out. Uh, and the hiring gap is quite concerning to be to be quite frank. You know, if you looked at Indeed, for example, 10, 15 years ago, the type of jobs that were being posted were very different than what types of jobs that are being posted right now. And I think a lot of people haven't realized that. 
There's a lot of jobs that are out there that are going unfilled because people just don't have the skill set to fill those jobs. And most of those jobs are in the technology area. And when I say that, Bruno, I'm not talking about uh, you have to be a te technical in nature. I'm saying that they have some component of technology in the, in the supply chain side and in many other sectors as well. So we have all these jobs that are available, ready to be filled, but we don't have the people to apply to those jobs. And that is what we call the gap. I think for me too, when I discovered supply chain, I just fell into it by volunteering, right? I didn't understand the job market and and I'm so glad that I was able to fall into it because now I know I see the potential. Back then, my parents wanted me to follow a more traditional course. You know, you have to be a doctor or a lawyer or, a, you know, I understand. for well, you know, because they care, but they don't really understand the job market. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think one of the things is, is that you know, uh, like part of my role at Amazon Web Services is really to build programs to help educate people on this matter, right? The gap. Uh, a lot of people, as you mentioned, they're they're meant and built for these type of roles. They just don't know it because they haven't been exposed to it. So I find it, you know, I take it upon myself and uh, to leverage some of the programs that we have and to build additional new programs to really help share with you know students uh, academic institutions nonprofit organizations government the healthcare sector of how their jobs are potentially changing or what competencies and what aspects are now required in their job that may have not been required before fantastic how are you working to bridge those gaps i know you mentioned the programs that you've been correct. using correct I can speak a bit more about some of those programs. So, you know, we work very closely with students to help provide them with tools available to them at no cost so that they can help learn more about uh, what's happening within the technology sector um, and how they can better prepare themselves for jobs that have technology components in them. And me uh, working for an organization like Amazon Web Services, who is a cloud provider, um, I, I, you know, a lot of my programs are focused around that. Um, so that's the first thing, working with students to ensure that they have the tools to learn more about how supply chain, as an example, or perhaps the healthcare sector, how these particular sectors are, are evolving to include more uh, you know, technology and how they can be better prepared for jobs within those sectors. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, we work with academic institutions to build uh, degree programs, to build graduate certificate programs. So you know, I've worked directly with York University, with Humber College, with Athabasca University, to put in place programs that they can then offer to potential students to teach them about kind of where the jobs of the future are at. Um, and then in addition, I mean, the list goes on and on, but you know, at the end of the day, we've built programs for, for the implementers, for business folks, for technical folks. We've even built programs and localized programs for executives within high levels of government so that they can better learn how, where the gap is and how to fill that gap and, and the role of technology in helping bridge that gap. Fantastic. And why is what you do so important? You know, for me, to be honest, it's uh, it's a feel good thing. It makes me feel good when I hear about a student that I've worked with that has now been able to land a job. You know, it makes me feel good when I hear about somebody who said, hey, I never knew that as an example, like the cloud has such a prominent role in healthcare. 
Uh, that makes me feel good because I've educated people. I've taught them something they didn't know before they met me or listened to me or participated in one of our programs. So at the end of the day, you know, my goal is really to get the word out there to make sure people informed so they can make better decisions about their careers and futures. Yeah. And what challenges have you faced implementing these programs and how did you overcome them? Yeah, I think the thing is, um, I would say the biggest, according to me, the biggest misconception is that, hey, I'm not technical. My job has nothing to do with technology, right? I think that's the biggest misconception because nowadays, I mean, even if you walk into a doctor's office, the reality is they're probably holding some sort of iPad or tablet in which they're taking notes. And you know what? All those notes are most likely being stored in the cloud, you know? Uh, so. I think people don't realize that, you know, their jobs are becoming more efficient. They're now able to focus more on value work with the introduction of all these leading edge technologies, such as the cloud. They're able, they're able to focus on innovating, on building, on uh, really having more passionate type jobs instead of doing those repetitive motions that they had done before. So I think the challenge is really sh sharing that with as many people as possible, um, right? And, and really helping some of those with old school mentality understand that. Can you share a success story that you've achieved and what that felt like? Huh, um, so I would say my biggest successes have been the collaborations that I've built with the organizations that I work with. For me, being here today with you, Bruno, being able to collaborate with you like this, uh, and many other different organizations that I've collaborated with or built programs in collaboration with, I think that's really what I consider success. So, um, you know, just being here with you, bringing this knowledge to you and your viewers, my successes have really been in the collaborations that I built with, with organizations, whether they're nonprofits or government agencies, to really help bring what I do to their forward to their constituents, their people, to a wider mass audience. Wow. <laughs> Any call to actions for listeners listening? Yeah, I think the, I think, you know, I, I think the biggest call to action is the fact that don't underestimate your transferable skills. This is a really, really big thing that I want to focus on. And I'll speak a, a minute or two on this topic. A lot of us think that if we work in a particular sector or industry, um, you know, I may not be, you know, what do I have to do with, you know, supply chain as an example? You know, I work in the finance industry, but the reality is don't focus on that. Focus on your core skills and then see how those core skills could potentially be valuable in a different sector, a different job role. So really the, 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 the opportunities are endless for, for you that are listening because um, you know, your skills are transferable. So uh, never just stop there by saying, I'm, I only work in this sector. I only you know, focus on these kind of jobs or this is, because there may be a lot of jobs out there that are very well suited for somebody with your skill set. So look at the skill set. Don't look at what your job title is. I, I definitely agree with that. I found that it took me a while to get into supply chain. I had dabbled in event management. I dabbled in some um, artistic courses. And I find those definitely transferable in, into my current job. And even having a certain understanding of, 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 you know, coming in with a certain understanding of Excel or basic understanding of some software. Exactly. To contribute to the team because I was the only one at the time who probably had that exposure to that software or 
and, and so yeah, I definitely agree with you there. One hundred percent. I mean, just a personal, uh, you know, just drive my my life. Um, I, uh, you know, I used to work on the consulting side, and now I'm building programs, localizing programs. But the skills are extremely transferable. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't feel that there was a hiccup in taking on this new role because I took my skills that I had learned previously, yeah. and then I just simply applied them to my current role, yeah. and uh, and things have been going great, and I'm really happy where I am. Oh wow, I'm glad to hear that for sure. Um, so we've talked, we've covered quite a bit today. We've talked about the workforce development team that you've, uh, that you're running, uh, and the various programs that you're working to to help bridge hiring gaps. Uh, we touch on the importance of collaborations between people, as well as the importance of having transferable skills and, and not underestimating that. So uh, quite a bit. Uh, and, and I really want to thank you for coming in to, to give this educational talk. Absolutely. You're welcome. And I'll leave today with the quote of the day. Uh, this was from Jane Fonda, who is an Amer American actress, political activist and environmentalist, who says, it's never too late, never too late to start over, never too late to be happy. So I think this kind of fits in with the line of uh, don't, don't underestimate yourself. It's never too late to learn something and to bring something, to bring some of your skill sets into something new because you never know what the future jobs look like, right? You never know what the future holds, but you know, you have those skills set, you know, you want to make sure you bridge those gaps and so you're well prepared for the future. Excellent. Pleasure. Thank you for having me, Bruno. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Fahd. Absolutely. Thank you for having me coming on the show. I appreciate it as well. Wonderful.